0: To too, too Sweet Wrestling Podcast Yes ladies and gentlemen Welcome back It is April 4th And this is a special Wednesday edition Episode 13 of the Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast Yes ladies and gentlemen I'm back And you know what I once made a vow that I would never do a WrestleMania prediction show on my own, but guess what? I'm breaking that ball today. It's WrestleMania season, and I am going through all matches, every single one of them, by myself, and it is going down. I'm about to have some fun, and we are going to talk about all the matches first. You can follow me on Twitter at OMGCoreyB. You can type in the space bar, OMG space Corey space B. You can find me on Twitter at B and at the number 2, Sweet Pod. Today we're going to be on YouTube only, so I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Also, you can find the Public store at tpubliccom slash users slash B. But, let's get right on into this. WrestleMania is here. The season is here and everybody's all excited. Everybody's up in arms. Whatever, whatever have you, everybody's upset about something, everybody's excited about something. We are all ready to go. I have another review coming after this, so stay tuned for that. Another Impact versus Lucha Underwear. I'm going to review that as well, so stay tuned for that. So let's get right on into this first WrestleMania Cruiserweight Championship, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. And like I said, a lot of people up in arms. There's a lot of people up in arms about this being on the pre show. And I mean, look, once they made the tournament and they said it was going to be, it, it was going to culminate at WrestleMania, the first thing I said was, oh, that's going to be on the pre show. Because, look, I, I, I'm not up in arms because if they didn't have the common sense enough to put Neville and Austin Aries on. The, the main card last year. I, I knew this wasn't gonna make the main card. I mean come on But it is what it is. It's gonna be done pre-show. Sure it's gonna be a fantastic match. Triple H has done a fantastic job ever since he's taken over uh, 205 live the shows have been great. We have the finals of the tournament here. I uh, asked for the winner I am going to go with Cedric Alexander to pull off the win And I think it's going to be a phenomenal match on the pre-show card. I'm very much looking forward to it. So we're going to move on. Going to keep it going quick. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. (sighs) That's not much I have here. The the participants are Dolph Ziggler, Matt Hardy, The the Revival, Mojo Riley, Baron Corbin, Goldust, Ty Dillinger, and Brazango. This is just your your typical Battle Royal. I mean, we've seen the match. A uh, plenty of times, it's gonna be a battle royale just to get the fans excited and ready to go. Not much to this match, although it's pretty sad to see Dolph Ziggler in this match after he had that phenomenal storyline when he drops the belt, the United 96 title belt. We get all excited about these scenarios of when and how he could come back, and he's done nothing ever since. Matt Hardy is going from the Ultimate Deletion, excuse me, to this and. <sighs> the revival and i'm just gonna go ahead and go with my winner in this in the end i think they're going going to go with matt hardy i think it comes down to in the end it comes down to matt hardy and Dolph ziggler as to who's gonna win but i'm gonna go with matt hardy as a winner to keep some type of momentum going I mean the 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 results haven't been great for the Andre Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winners but to keep some type of momentum going after ultimate deletion I have Matt Hardy winning here. Next we're gonna move on to the Wrestlemania Women's Battle Royal (laughs) not the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal there was people up in arms about that too but the Women's Battle Royal we have Sasha Banks, Bayley, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Natalya, and the Riot Squad. Uh, they also said that, if I'm not mistaken, they yeah, uh, yeah, they said that NXT women will compete in the Battle Royal as well. Uh, they haven't announced which ones yet, so we'll see. you will be a surprise. The injustice in this match is that Sasha Banks and Bayley is in this match. Sasha Banks and Bayley has made me care. They have WWE has done a phenomenal job of making me care about Sasha Banks and Bayley two years in a row. And I do a lot of complaining, I can't lie. But it's like I've said before on a previous YouTube video it is an injustice that Sasha Banks and Bayley won't be for the title at WrestleMania two years running. Just crazy. But they're in this match, and to be honest, I like what SmackDown has going on. Uh, if I had to pick a likely winner from SmackDown, it would be Becky Lynch, but I think this match comes down to two people. would be Sasha Banks and Bayley to further their feud. Uh, it all comes down to who wins the match. And in the end, I am going to go with Bayley to win the match because Sasha Banks has been one-upping her every month, it seems like. So I'm going to go with Bayley to get the victory here. So, we're going to move on to the main card. Alright, we got the the Raw Tag Team titles on the line. We got Braun Strowman and a mystery partner versus the bar. And, I got to say, I haven't been a big fan of this storyline. Just straight from my heart. I haven't been a big fan of this storyline. I'm a huge Braun, I don't know if I could say fan, but a huge Braun, I guess you could say supporter. Because I saw how well the guy was getting over, how white-hot he was. And and the first thing, I've been saying it for months now. I've been saying, look, they need to put Braun Strowman in a high-profile match. Because if they don't, his momentum will steadily go down. And it has steadily gone down in this uh, feud here. Now, the crowd still loves the guy, but he's just not as white-hot over as he was once before. As for the mystery partner, they had Brain Strowman <laughs> on a go-home edition of Raw and uh, uh, some people liked it, some people thought it was funny, it was, was kind of funny, I, I didn't really like it myself, but it is what it is, Brain Strowman can put over the comedy stuff really well, so it, it was pretty decent, but as for his real partner, heading into Wrestlemania, uh, I mean, he took a picture with Bray Wyatt, I don't know if that was on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, he took a picture with Bray Wyatt that fue- fueled some flames, but I think the the mystery partner will be, and I got it written down here, The Big Show, and that would be a letdown, and it's funny because right as I was writing down my notes, I had Big Show, and just right as I finished the W on Big Show, I... Put right after it turn heel <laughs> like eventually it's going to be Big Show and Brian going to win the, the Raw Tag Team titles that's going to be my pick by the way and then eventually Big Show is going to turn heel because that's what Big Show does and then they're going to have a feud or whatever and I mean look I sincerely want Brian Strowman to be in the world title hunt after WrestleMania, but that's not gonna happen. Eventually, he's gonna work his way back up there, but I think it's gonna be a case of too little, too late. This is much like when TNA had Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe was white hot, and they messed around, and they messed around, and they messed around with him, and once they finally put the belt on him, it was like, uh, okay, good, but it would have been better if had you done that uh, a year ago or months ago. And I get that. That's the feeling that we're going to have when Braun Strowman eventually wins the title. But as for this match, Braun Strowman and The Big Show will win the tag team titles. Moving on, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We have the Bludgeon Brothers versus The Usos versus The New Day. And that had a lot of people thinking that, you know, there was a lot of whispers going around that this may be a TLC match. But apparently not, so... We have this match, Uh, this all got started with the Bludgeon Brothers, Bludgeon Dominance I have written down here at Fastlane where they just completely destroyed the Usos and the New Day and that was one heck of a beatdown I gotta say that I really enjoyed it but here we are again and I got written down here that the New Day versus the Usos that like they needed something to spice this feud up and apparently the bludgeon brothers are it this is a low-key match of the night candidate candidate excuse me even without the TLC stipulation I think that these guys will run wild uh, I'm very happy to see the Usos on the main card that does mean a lot of good those guys have worked hard to get to where they are They're their heel turn has been phenomenal. They do great in their jobs. And boy, do they deserve it. They, We chant, you deserve it too much. But those guys really deserve it. As for the end, I don't see... I wouldn't have a problem with anybody winning. But I don't see how you don't put the titles on the Bludgeon Brothers here. They have to win here. This is not a, not a make or break match. But this is a match to where... Okay, this is the Bludgeon Brothers' first big feud, and this is their time to win the titles. I mean, we've been trading the titles back and forth with the Usos in the New Day so much that to where it's time for somebody else winning, to win them, and the Bludgeon Brothers will win the titles at WrestleMania. So moving on, and, whew, I could already use a drink of water here, but moving on, I'm already just halfway through. The United States title match, we have Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Root versus Rusev and it is going to be on Rusev Day yes indeed look, I got to tell you this whole United States title feud was pretty still to say the least it got started over a top 10 list to which it, this feud got stopped before it even got started I mean you fighting over a top 10 list so that that hurt it from the get-go Randy Orton winning the title at Fastlane I mean that, that didn't do a whole lot for me I made him a Grand Slam champion but eh. so this feud wasn't going anywhere until Rusev got in the fold Rusev is now in the fold and everybody is like I said everybody's excited open arms about something everybody's excited about Rusev here and I'm totally excited about Rusev, but Here's the but I think they only got Rusev in there to Pay some fan service. Look you're cheering Rusev day Rusev day all the time. We're, okay we're gonna stick him in the United States title match and I even further felt that way when Rusev got the pin on the go-home show of Smackdown and it's like eh You get the win on the go-home show, and you know what that means. He's not going to win in this match. As for your winner, Jinder Mahal, uh, I think there's a case to be made for him winning the title, but I'm not going to go there. I think that Randy Orton will win. Once again, he will maintain the United States Championship. And this is, I gotta admit, that this is one of the toughest picks of the night because I don't see Rusev winning it, but I could see Randy, uh, Bobby, or Jinder winning here as well. But I'm gonna go with Randy Orton re, uh, re, re, retaining, excuse me. Randy Orton just won the title, so it's no need to take it off of him now. Next up, we have the Intercontinental Championship match. Finn Balor versus Demiz versus Seth Rollins. This has been a decent storyline, I gotta admit. Uh, it's been a bit repetitive at times, but it all started with Finn Balor one-upping Seth Rollins. That eventually led us to Kurt Angle making this match. And we've had some pretty good moments in this build-up so far, leading us up into WrestleMania. We had The Miz TV, where The Miz turned rent, excuse me, the Miz turned Finn Balor and Seth Rollins against each other. It looked like they were going to fight, and they started to beat up The Miz. Uh, we had The Miz Tourage fake out. It looked like they would fight, and they returned the favor. So the only thing I haven't liked in this build-up is that we've had two Seth Rollins And Finn Balor matchups. Now the matchups have been great, but it feels like they have been throwaway matches just to build up to this match. And like Seth Rollins and Finn Balor is a huge program that has been kind of thrown away seemingly. But looking at this match, I I wouldn't have a problem if anybody wanted. Just like I said, the SmackDown Tag Team titles, but just like I said, the SmackDown tag team titles, there's a person that needs to win here. Miz, the Miz has outgrown the title in my opinion. Like he's just bigger than the title. He's reached the point in squared. He's bigger than the IC title. Seth Rollins should be on his way to the main event if you ask me. That's just my opinion. The person that needs to win this match is Finn. Balor. I do not see a way up for Finn Balor if he loses this match. So he needs to win this match. He needs to win an intercontinental title match. He needs to have a big win and winning this matchup would be great for him and I think he will win the matchup. So moving on we have the Raw women's title match. It will be Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. <sighs> We have this Mean Girls storyline, and I'm not a fan of it, to say the least. Uh, you got some people saying that this represents, you know, the culture that you know we live in these days. People have to stand up for themselves, and you know, in in the end, Nyjah is gonna win, so that'll pay it all off. But like, no, I'm not standing for that. We got this Mean Girls stuff, this fat shaming stuff, and I'm not with it because, first of all, I don't like the storyline. Second of all, we just had Nia Jax put Asuka through a barricade at, what was it, Elimination Chamber? Yes, Elimination Chamber, and the crowd went wild, went deliriously wild. So they had Nia Jax over right then and there, You could, and you could have just ran with Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss off of that and it would have been great, but we have this Mean Girls stuff and I mean, uh, the way I remember another storyline, which was the Piggy James stuff with Lake Cool, I remember everybody hating that, and if you're taking up for this storyline, then yeah, in some respects, it it, it would mean that you like the Piggy James storyline, and I hate both of them, because I'm not for Nia Jax crying on Raw. People think that it humanizes her, but Nia Jax was the, and I mean this in the highest complimentary way, she was the female Braun Strowman. She was just like Braun Strowman was going around wrecking stuff, Nia Jax was going around wrecking stuff, and it was getting over. I don't care what nobody says, it was getting over. If anything, Nia Jax is the big bad bully. So, uh, you have a go from being the Big Bad Bully to crying uh, I don't like that but looking at the result of the match I'm worried about the quality of this match because neither Nia Jax or Alexa Bliss is and is a wrestler that's gonna carry somebody to a great match so uh, I'm worried about the quality maybe it will be a short match the winner will be Nia Jax she will win the World Women's title for the first time moving on we have the SmackDown Women's title match Charlotte versus Asuka. Nobody was ready for Asuka, by the way. But what I have down written here in my first note is no contact. We have seen no contact in the build, in, at least on SmackDown, in the build between Nia Jax and Charlotte. And that's interesting because I thought we would get more build here. Uh, but. WWE has chosen to go the simple route with the SmackDown women's title build as opposed to the Raw women's title build that mirrors what's going on with the world heavyweight title scene. I'm gonna get into that later, but we've had two face-offs. Charlotte ripped the mic from Oscar on the go-home show of SmackDown, which was a nice touch. Not a whole lot went down there, but in the end, I got to say, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Charlotte isn't going to win, and Asuka isn't going to win either. Carmella is finally going to cash in Seth Rollins style on Charlotte and win the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, there are a lot of people saying that Carmella will just... You know, cash in and failed against Oscar, and that can could go one way or another. Because in the end, if Carmella comes down to ringside, it's going to be a colossal field, one way or another. Either Oscar is not going to get her WrestleMania moment where she wins the title, or Carmella is going to lose her cash in as the first ever women's Money in the Bank winner. So, uh, it's going to be a coloss- colossal one way or another, but I'm going t- to the point where I think WWE will go, and that's with a Carmella cash, and Carmella wins. Asuka stays undefeated, or they could go with the Brock Lesnar route that Paul Heyman went. After Seth subcast in, he talked about how Brock has never been pinned or never submitted, and I think they're going to go with that route. With Asuka as well. So moving on, Carmelo will be your winner. But moving on, we have Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh look, this feud and this build was going nowhere. Three, four weeks ago, months ago, it was going nowhere. We were heading to the match where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Shane and. And somebody, and nobody was excited for it. I wasn't excited for it. I still don't want to see Shane McMahon in this matchup. But in enters the dragon Daniel Bryan. And once he announced his return, everybody just lost it. Personally, I lost it as well. You can go look at the YouTube video that I made after that SmackDown. I was so excited for it. His return has spiced things up. I have to admit, his promo, both of his promos were fantastic. The crowd just loves this guy. And even Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on this go-home show of SmackDown, when they jumped the barricade, I found that extremely funny and extremely entertaining. I liked it. So, they've done some things to where they've got me a little bit more excited than I once was. Now, looking at the finish of this match, I see a whole lot of people talking about a heel turn with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, and I've just been waiting. I've been wanting to get this point off, but I I knew I had to do these predictions, so I've been waiting. What kind of sense would a heel turn make? Okay, let's go to Shane McMahon. If Shane McMahon turns here, what, I don't care what kind of problems Daniel, he has with Daniel Bryan throughout the match. The ultimate solution is getting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn out of there. Why would Shane McMahon turn heel and help Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stay on SmackDown? Looking at Daniel Bryan, look, we just got the guy back. And people are talking about, what well, well, Daniel Bryan can go heel. Like, that's like a parent giving a kid a new toy. And once the kid gets a new toy, the kid says, Oh, I want the other edition of the toy like no you just got the toy we just got Daniel Bryan back and that was the only comparison I could make at the time but we just got Daniel Bryan back he's the most over babyface and in extremely long time he gets old-school pops from the crowd he's the face of WWE and I won't go down that path Because I think it's between him and AJ Styles, but I'm not going down that path. But we just got him back. Let him be a face. There's too many matchups out there for face Daniel Bryan to turn him ill. Like, no. So in the end, the result is going to be that Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon will win this match. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will get shipped off to Monday Night Raw. And after the Superstar, Superstar checkup or wh- wherever the job takes place, that's what will happen. They will eventually find themselves on Monday Night Raw. So, moving on, we have Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. <sighs> the, after the Royal Rumble appearance at, that Ronda Rousey made, I for sure thought that They were going to put her into a high-profile match with one of the ladies in the women's division because, as I said months ago, why interrupt Asuka? Why interrupt Charlotte and uh, Alexa Bliss only to get put in a match with Stephanie McMahon? Well, here we are in a match with Stephanie McMahon. Now look, much like Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss I am completely worried about the quality in this match more so worried about this match than Alexa and Nia Jax even because just think about it we have 50 plus year old Triple H 50 plus year old Kurt Angle we have Stephanie McMahon, who's not a wrestler, and we have a, an, an extremely green Ronda Rousey who's in her very first match. Like who's going to carry who? Triple H hasn't had a great match since Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. And I mean, his match with Dean Ambrose at Roblox was pretty decent, but his last great big match was against Daniel Bryan, that's just facts. Kurt Angle clearly needs somebody to carry him. Like we've seen when Ronda Rousey threw that clothesline on, I think it was Sonya Deville. That was just dangerous. And I don't give her a pass on that. Now, I give Ronda Rousey a pass on the, the promos. She's just learning how to cut promos. She's way too fast in her delivery, in my opinion. Way, way too fast, but. I'm going to give her a pass. Maybe she'll get better. But when it comes to moves, look, you only get one chance at that before you critically hurt somebody. And I I thought she really hurt Sonya Deville. So it turns out that Sonya Deville was okay and everything was good. But she has to watch herself in this matchup. She has to watch how she suplexes somebody, how she throws those clotheslines, because it could be a dangerous scenario if she drops Stephanie McMahon on her head. So, I'm worried about the quality of this match. I haven't liked the build to this match after they promoted Ronda Rousey for every Raw leading into WrestleMania. She wasn't on every Raw leading into WrestleMania, but... uh, We want to go home so we had Stephanie McMahon put Ronda Rousey through a table. That was funny in itself. But as for the winner, like, they have no choice but to have Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle win here. And the finish has to be Ronda Rousey tapping uh, Stephanie out to an bar. That has to be the finish, point blank. So that's going to be the finish. Ronda Rousey wins here. Kurt Angle wins here. Ronda Rousey has a I'm hoping for a great debut, but I just am completely worried about the quality of the match. So, moving on. As I catch my breath there, we have the two world title matches. So, first up, we are going to go with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, people up in arms, people excited. We've had people up in arms and people excited about this match going back and forth. Looking at the beginning of this build, we had the Ruck Shoot promo with Roman Reigns. I said it was a dangerous route to go. I said that the quality and the content, and they're cutting grass outside of my window. If you hear that, I'm sorry. I said that the content of what he said got cheered not roman reigns himself and i think over time i have been proven right on that one we have seen wwe go through all these bells and whistles vince mcmahon they've bought vince mcmahon out they've bought out brock lesnar to play the role of having roman reigns in a sympathetic role to have roman reigns get over the fans cheer brock lesnar and okay, on the go home show, I've seen a lot of people come out finally. Well, people haven't been out when Roman Reigns got booed, but mysteriously, people have come out when Roman Reigns so called got cheered on the go home show. So, like I said, with the first, like I said on the first week of this build. The content of what Roman Reigns said got over, not what not Roman Reigns himself on the Go Home show. Of course, they had the full-time members of the roster come out, and Roman Reigns got the full-time members on him on his side, and therefore the fans got on Roman Reigns' side. The fans started to cheer, but whatever it is, what it is. Look, I gotta say that in the end I'm ready for the title to get put on a full time wrestler do you you think I like Brock Lesnar no I don't like Brock Lesnar I've been wanting to see the title go off of this guy and on to Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is there every week we need a full time champion it is unacceptable that our champion is only there once every few months so in the end i'm happy that brock lesnar and Ro- that brock lesnar will lose to roman reigns so i'm not feeling this match because for 365 days we've known what the match would be and we've known the result so in the end is going to be a very flat finish I do not think it's your main event once again because don't put it past Brock Lesnar to do what he did against Dean Ambrose I've said this months ago Dean Ambrose said that Brock didn't want to do business because he had a UFC fight coming up don't put it past Brock to do it again I'm not saying he will I'm saying don't put it past him I'm worried about the crowd response I don't want the crowd to crap on the match I don't want the crowd booing Roman Reigns at the end of WrestleMania. I don't want that to to happen, but as I've said for months now, it will happen. Once Roman Reigns, once that one, two, three hits, it's going to be a cascade of boos raining down in the Superdome, 80,000 strong, and he's going to get booed at WrestleMania. People came, like I said, people came out on the go-home show Raw, see? Oh, they cheered Roman Reigns. No, it was the content of what he was saying that got cheered. Once come WrestleMania, 80,000 strong, people are going to boo him. And you can't blame it on the smart crowd because the smart crowd never outnumbers the casuals at WrestleMania. 80,000, people are going to boo. So I don't want to see that in WrestleMania. I'm not saying that it's Roman's fault because... I don't dislike Roman Reigns, I actually like the guy. But unless you're giving giving me a heel turn here with Roman Reigns, I don't want to see this close to show. But in the end, Roman Reigns will be your winner. He will win the Universal title. So moving on, we have AJ Styles versus Nakamura it is a WWE dream match it has already taken place in New Japan and uh, this has been quite the simple build they've not gone the route of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and chosen to go with the bells and whistles bells and whistles, excuse me and the physicality and there's a lot of people coming out saying that oh, okay, Brock and Roman is the better build no, Brock and Roman is not the better build It's that WWE has chosen to go a different route. Let me ask you a question. If I had a Maserati, and stick with me here, and you had a Honda Civic, and we raced a straight line race, and I won with my Maserati, would you say that I am the better driver or that I had the faster car? Because I think the obvious answer is that I had a faster car. And that is what this Brock and Roman build versus AJ knock build is all about. They didn't go through all the bells and whistles for AJ Styles and Nakamura. Does that mean it has been a worse or better feud than Brock versus Roman? I can't say back or forth because they have not been built on the same level. So, looking at this AJ Styles and Nakamura build, I have enjoyed that they've played mind games with each other. I've liked it, Nakamura, mind games, and too close on the go-home show of SmackDown. We had AJ Styles playing mind games on Nakamura, so he returned the favor. So, here we are. And, I mean, look, if they give it time to which I don't see why they wouldn't give it time, This is going to rock the house. And it's going to be your match of the night. And I think this should main event. Because look the crowd is going to respond positively. I don't want the crowd dumping on the main event. And I know without a shadow of a doubt. They're going to just go crazy for this match. And it will be a fantastic match. And possibly has the... Ability to be one of the best mania matches of all time. We'll see about that. That's how I hoped, but we'll see. I'm going to really enjoy this match. I don't mind, I wouldn't mind it if AJ Styles won, but in the end, as for the winner, I think Nakamura needs to win this match, and he will win this match. He will win the title for the first time. I better get a full orchestra. Or either you you give me the guy. That's the violinist for Nakamura. Are you giving me a full orchestra? Are you giving me a full band? It's going to be in New Orleans. The home of bands. Known for bands. You better give me something for Nakamura's entrance. Nakamura will be your winner. And that would be awesome if it closed the show. So that's it for my WrestleMania predictions. As for other predictions. Undertaker versus John Cena. (laughs) If I told you Undertaker and John Cena. Outside of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, and The Rock, the two faces of WWF and WWE, Undertaker and John Cena, would eventually have a WrestleMania match, and Undertaker would not show up to WrestleMania. You'd think I was crazy. And not only would he not show up to WrestleMania, the match wouldn't be announced until WrestleMania. You'd say I was crazy. And that's what we have here. We have an impromptu match. And I said on Twitter that it would be crazy if that happened. And I never expected WWE to go through with it. But here we are. And <laughs> we're either going to have an impromptu match or the the biggest swerve in recent history would be if they had no match at all. That would be a huge swerve, but I don't see that happening. It would be Undertaker versus John Cena. Stay tuned because I have a promo video for that that i've been working on stay tuned for that but as for the winner look the undertaker has to win here john cena doesn't need a win they're both part-timers uh he's been calling the undertaker out like a madman so in the end i think they have to give the undertaker a win here he goes out this is his last match and he will win it's quite crazy to see that this is not an announced Matchup. This is not plastered all over billboards in New Orleans. This is—it's crazy. It's The Undertaker and John Cena. So uh, that's crazy in itself. But in the end, The Undertaker will win, and that will be your WrestleMania card. This is look. This has the the, the potential to be a phenomenal WrestleMania. I don't like the fact that it's seven hours. Look, I always say that. New Japan, when it comes to Wrestle Kingdom, they don't put they don't go through all the bells and whistles. They have video packages here and there. But it's all about the action. If WWE made WrestleMania all about the action with the bells, with some bells and whistles, with some extracurricular activities, it would be phenomenal. But it's so much extra that goes into WrestleMania to where it drags on, and I think it's gonna drag on here as well. Hopefully it doesn't, but I think it's going to drag on. So that is your WrestleMania prediction show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will be back next week on the Two sweet WrestleMania podcast. Tell me what you think down below. What are you excited about for WrestleMania? What are your matches that you are looking forward to? What do you think the card will be and how? Do you rate the card going into WrestleMania? Tell me what you think down below.